Hey, everybody, just letting you know that Mike Lindell and I, the MyPillow guy, we partnered up, and he wants to help this show, and I want to help him. If you go to MyPillow.com and order all the products you know you're going to buy, towels, sheets, blankets, robes, all these kinds of things, dog beds even, go to MyPillow.com and use the code word Kate, K-A-T-E. You're going to get the deepest discount on all these items. They're the very best of all these items. He handpicked these things, and let me just tell you, you're also going to help Truth and Radio, and you're also going to be helping Mike Lindell. Isn't that fantastic? It's a great combination that you can do right from your own home. Call 800-873-1052. That's the phone number, 800-873-1052. You can order directly on that phone number or go to MyPillow.com, but make sure to put the code word Kate in. Thanks, you guys. Balance of nature is fruits and vegetables in a capsule, changing the world one life at a time. I am a retired nurse. I thought being hungry all the time was a part of being human. And no matter what I ate, I wasn't satisfied. And I thought in order to maintain any kind of decent weight, I just have to always be hungry. I had decided no more miracle cures in my house. But I kept hearing about balance of nature, and I thought maybe one more try. Because all that other stuff just wasted my money. And the first day that I took Balance of Nature, that was gone. I enjoy my food just like always, but I don't have to keep eating to be satisfied. So I am so thankful for Balance of Nature. Right now, Balance of Nature is offering free shipping and 35% off on any new preferred order. Call 1-800-2468-751 or go to balanceofnature.com and make sure to receive this special radio offer by using discount code KATE. Rise and shine, fragile Americans. There's a victimhood to be claimed and microscopic germs to fear. The Kate Daly Show starts now. I, I share some caution on this because um, we just don't know the long-term side effects of, of basically modifying people's um, DNA and RNA. It's not been FDA approved. It's totally experimental. It's um, authorized only under experimental um, emergency use. We have zero, zero long-term studies on what's going to happen down the road with this anti-spike antibody. Humanity, right now as we speak, we are the experiment. The researchers have found indirect evidence of this in a small number of tissues taken from patients, and their study caused a huge stir in the scientific community and a lot of questions. Could these DNA changes explain certain long hauler symptoms or autoimmune disease? Could these changes increase the risk of cancer? It sounds scary, and maybe it is scary, but I think it's my... Uh, it's probably just a big nothing burger. <laughs> There's a reason why it's been harder to get African-Americans initially to get vaccinated. Because they used to be an experiment on the Tuskegee Airmen and others. People have memories. People have long memories. It's awful hard as well to get Latinx vaccinated as well. Why? They're worried that they'll be vaccinated and deported. So look, from day one, something that Governor Cooper has been totally focused on is making sure we get as many people vaccinated. We weren't born yesterday, fellow. Hi there. (laughs) I start off with a cough, isn't that great? 
Welcome, Kate Daly Show on a Friday. I'm really happy to be here. And also, I'm happy that you're listening in because I've got two great uh, guests coming up. Alex Newman, of course, joins us. And it's always a thrill to have Alex Newman in the house. And then, of course, Investigator Dave will join us after that. We'll be talking about China, a little bit more about Blackstone buying up America. And so, you know, I, I have to say, in that opening clip, you you started out with Mark Zuckerberg talking about it being an experiment. They don't know what's going to happen when they when they do this DNA experiment. And then my interview with Sherry Tenpenny, Dr. Sherry Tenpenny, saying, yeah, we're the experiment people. And then that went into, um, of course, Biden being very insulting and racist, telling people that um, that the Hispanic communities and black Americans have a harder time with wanting to get vaccinated because of the Tuskegee Airmen situation with syphilis back in the day. Wow. Um, I can't even tell you enough. This is after telling rural people everywhere and black and Hispanic communities, calling them Latinx. Latinx means non-gender, non-gender binary terminology. It's baffling, but this is where he's going with all of that. That's why he calls them Latinx now. Um, but it is so interesting to watch Biden speak. He is the puppet. There's nothing about him that's in control. He's absolutely the puppetry, but he still puts his foot in his mouth. It's very interesting to watch. And and I, I, I mean, I have enough Biden role for a century. So I just wanted to, uh, to start out by saying Alex Newman in the house. What a fun uh, and amazing guest this is because talk about cutting edge writing. He writes for the Epic Times. He writes for the New American. He's doing all this in-depth reporting and he's just a class act he's been on the show off and on for five or six years he uh just brings a wealth of information to the show and you're lucky to be able to hear from him quite frankly because he's a fantastic guest uh, alex you're also touring the country um you are a very very busy guy and so i, I really am thankful that you're joining us right now well, it's wonderful to be with you. Thank you so much for having me, Kate. Absolutely. Um, and like I said, you speak all over the country. And if you uh, know of a group of people that I would say, get Alex Newman in front of them, that would be the best thing you could do. Um, Alex, uh, I don't know where to start with this. Let's start with Biden, because we're talking about Biden. Um, you know, he's the idiot puppet. He stands there with the strings attached and tells people, you know, that he's there to only say what he is told to say. But it's very interesting to watch his moves because he is the puppetry for those holding the strings and so they're coordinating each step so tell us about some of the latest steps if you would absolutely well one of the big developments that almost nobody's talking about except the deep state establishment globalists over at the council on foreign relations and their mouthpieces is this they call it the new atlantic charter Hmm. Uh, so this was signed by uh the puppet joe biden Mm -hmm. and his counterpart over in the uk the puppet uh, fake conservative prime minister boris johnson right and um it is incredibly significant, and we know that because of what it says, and we know that because of the way the deep state is talking about it. It's essentially a throwback to 80 years ago when FDR and Winston Churchill signed the original Atlantic Charter. Mm-hmm. Uh, very, very significant. And if you read it, it is just a, a naked call for globalism, huge government, uh, climate decrees to rule over the nations, uh, global health authorities. They call for uh, global systems and regulations 
tends to be applied to nation states. We're really talking about global government here. Uh, they talk about strengthening NATO, which is a, a UN subsidiary, essentially the, the UN's military arm when its peacekeepers can't be relied upon. Mm-hmm. Uh, very, very dangerous document. And um, the head of global governance for the Council on Foreign Relations, a guy by the name of Stuart Patrick, uh, is saying that, uh, hey, this is really, really important, just like the last Atlantic Charter influenced the planning for the major multilateral institutions that would come to govern the post-war world. Uh, this is supposed to lay the foundation for something similar going forward. So very, very dangerous thing, Kate, and mm-hmm. nobody except the insiders is talking about it. Ooh, I'm so glad you're doing this, too. You wrote a piece for The New American. It is amazing. You need to check this out. But from what I understand, the other the, the first Atlantic Charter, it really set the stage, you said, for FDR to break his campaign promises. So this is, and, and to get America involved in World War II. So you're seeing the same thing in setting the stage for what's to come. We can maybe expect all of that to happen. Maybe yeah, another I, I World think, War III. I think their parallels are very obvious. And, you know, they, they made the parallels deliberately obvious to their people. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, they called it the New Atlantic Charter. I mean, it's it's all very carefully calculated by Biden's puppet. I, I doubt he knew what he was signing. You know, there's yeah. a famous clip where he's like, oh, I don't even yeah. know what I'm signing. Yeah. It's probably yeah. the He doesn't even know yet. where he is, Alex. <laughs> That's right. He, he doesn't yeah. know what job he's running for. I mean, it's just, it's, it's very, vocal. very sad to see. Yeah, yeah. it is. But. But this is, I think, a, a highly significant document. So the original Atlantic Charter laid the foundation for this global order that came after the World War II, you know, the UN, the IMF, mm-hmm. the World Bank, this really this globalist system that they had tried to create after World War One, but failed because the U.S. Senate would not go along with it. They said, all right, well, this Atlantic Charter will lay the foundation so that after this war, which, you know, we weren't in the war at that time. In fact, the FDR had run on a platform of keeping us out of the war. Right. And yet he knew, it seems very clear that when he signed this agreement with Winston Churchill, the plan was to get us sucked into the war all along. And so I think we're seeing something similar. Uh, If you read these globalists, they're like, oh, yeah, Biden and Johnson see themselves as wartime presidents because we're warring against coronavirus and extremists and all these other climate change and all the rest of it. So uh, very significant. And one of the things that I explore the most in in my article is the the unknown history, right? Uh, Since the 1940s, uh, almost right after they they came up with this original Atlantic Charter, the globalists have had a plan to try to merge the United States with Europe on the road to building a world order. That's not my opinion. That's not my analysis. That is a fact. It's documented. You can read the article. I quote from legislation. I quote from the congressional record. I quote from presidential speeches where they were talking about this dream of uniting the United States under a federal government with Europe. But they said, first, we're going to have to unite Europe under a single government. That would be the European Union. Mm -hmm. And then we can set up this transatlantic federal super state. And then we can use that, they said, as the nucleus for a one world government. So I think that's their objective. And I think that comes through loud and clear in this new Atlantic Charter. Was then the U.S. uh, What was it? The um Oh, I just lost the acronym. The treaty, the the the, the union, North American, uh, Canada, Mexico. Uh, oh, the North American Union. Yep. Thank you, thank you. So, is that the was that the precursor a few years ago for this? I mean, well, do, do we yeah. need to become that world that that solidified union of three countries too, along with Europe yeah, the, being solidified? 
That, that's what they're working toward. Okay. Uh, you know, they, they, they're doing this all over the world, I'm sure. And anybody yes. who's been paying attention and has an IQ higher than a sweet potato has <laughs> recognized that suddenly all over the world, all these governments are like, hey, let's join in a regional union. Let's give up our sovereign powers and right. let's join under an unaccountable super state where we can't make our own decisions anymore. You're thinking, huh, everybody just woke up one day and decided to surrender their sovereignty? That's weird. Yeah. Uh, of course, there's a plan here. So in Europe, they've got the European Union, and I explain how the U.S. globalists, the deep state in America, built the European Union. Uh, in Africa, they've got the African Union. Putin is busy over there building his Eurasian Union. Uh, in Southeast Asia, they've got the Association of Southeast Asian Nations. In Latin America, they've got the uh, Union of South American States and Jeez. the Caribbean Union. So they're, they're doing this all over the world. And the plan, uh, Henry Kissinger actually outlined, you know, they, it's crazy how they hide all this stuff in their books, mm -hmm. but Henry Kissinger wrote a book a few years ago called World Order, and I want to quote from it real quick sure. because he just summarizes perfectly what's going on here. He says, the contemporary quest for world order, and whenever you hear the word order, just mm -hmm. replace it with government and you understand what they're talking about. Mm -hmm. The contemporary quest for world order will require a coherent strategy to establish a concept of order within the various regions and then to relate these regional orders to one another. Mm. Wow. You know, it's so interesting to see the blueprint for Agenda 21 and Agenda 30 is is turning cities and counties into regions, right? It's all about regions. It's all about gaining control through the, you know, sort of a, um, going in and, and, and taking these cities and communities, stripping them of their sovereignty and then making them into these regional units because they're easier to control. It's exactly what's going on in the world right now. And like you said, you have to, you know, you'd have to have a pretty low IQ not to notice this, the direction that they're going in. So this new Atlantic Charter, did they try to get this through in the last uh, few years and couldn't get it through? Or this is just about the time that they'd be doing it? I mean, has this been in the in the works that they try? before? Well, they've been working on multiple fronts to do this. I guess since the 1940s, they've been trying to unite uh, America and Europe. But uh, they all said, and, I, and I've got quotes right out of the congressional record from some of the highest level American officials, including mm -hmm. secretaries of state and so on, where they said, look, the Europeans don't want to join with us in a union because they're small nations. We're a big nation and they know that they're going to lose all power. So first, we need to get them united in a federation. That's what they use the Marshall Plan for, so that once there's an EU super state, once there's a European and super state, they'll feel more comfortable merging with the United States of America. So they've been working on multiple fronts here. I think Brexit threw a monkey wrench in the gears, but, you know, they'll try to make uh, lemonade out of the lemons. And meanwhile, they've been, during the Obama administration, they, they really came out and said it. Uh, I'm sure you remember, Kate, the Transatlantic oh, Trade yes. and Investment Partnership. Yes. Uh, they pursued that like fiends. And if you actually read the text of it, they said they're going to set up this supranational government. It's going to have supranational yeah. courts, supranational regulatory agencies. Uh, they weren't able to get it through because Trump came in like a, a human wrecking ball mm -hmm. to demolish the architecture of globalism, did the same thing with the TPP. But at the same time, they were working in North America. Like you said, they had NAFTA, then they turned yep. that into the USMCA, which was the next step after NAFTA. So very dangerous. They've been working on this. They're not going to give up. But until people understand how this plan works, they're mm -hmm. going to be able to keep getting away with this. We're going to come right back. More with Alex Newman. Don't miss it because we have so much more to talk about, too. It's just astounding how many ways they will work these plans until they get them. Be right back. Kate Daly Show. Talk lines are open now. 
Call 888-673-1450. This is the Kate Daly Show. A muscle and blood and a skin and bones. You've got a mind that's weak and a back that's strong. You load a 16 tons and what do you get? Another day older and a deeper in debt Say to Peter don't you call me cause I can't go I owe my soul to the company store Now that is a low bass singer, am I right? Uh, 16 tons, you know, people are always surprised when I play music like that But let me tell you, I play the guitar And it kind of comes along with playing the guitar From a young age in the 70s Because I learned all these songs And that's how I know them But uh, 16 tons is certainly a song that needs to be paid attention to And the only reason I say that is because we don't realize the kind of slavery we're in and about to get in. If I could, you know, there's there's two different conversations there, but wow, we really are. And we really pay attention to songs like that because they, they speak volumes. That song's a really old song, but I love it. Um, I am with Alex Newman. Alex Newman, I mean, my gosh, he's been on the show uh, quite a few times uh, in the last five or six years, but he's an amazing author and researcher and goes around the world uh, researching and bringing us all of the things things that he is uh, um, understanding, learning about, and is always a wealth of knowledge on this show, which I really appreciate, Alex. Um, You can find him at Epic Times, The New American, all of his in-depth reporting. I really appreciate that. I always love a good researcher. Make sure and go to uh, MyPillow, too. Uh, Mike Lindell and I have partnered up. Mike Lindell was on the show and uh, wanted to know how he could help Truth and Radio. And so if you go to MyPillow.com, you actually can order the most amazing products and then get up to 40% off if you use the code Kate. And the reason I say that is because I was just telling a friend just before the show started, they were asking me about my pillow products. And I said, I know I'm completely shocked and amazed. And I don't mean to sound so shocked because the commercials are kind of cheesy, but let me tell you what, they are the best products I've ever used. Hands down towels, sheets, you name it. They are the best. They wash the best, the best quality. I don't know how they found these products, but the robes they're made for big guys. They're just awesome. Big, big or small, you know, and I am telling you the slippers, the the sheets, the towels, they're all amazing. Make sure you get over to mypillow.com because the quality is unmatched and I'm a person. There's no quality like this. And that's why I was so surprised to find it at MyPillow.com. Who knew? They even do mattresses. They even do pillow top, uh, pillow uh, mattress toppers. And the MyPillow blue or green pillow actually helps stop snoring. I mean it. It helps stop snoring. And you can't find those in the stores. Go to MyPillow.com, put the code in Kate, and you'll see what I'm talking about. Um, so, uh, you also help Truth and Radio, too. You can go to Mike Lindell TV for, for more news on the election fraud, and he shows you exactly how the election fraud took place. And he's having a big convention in July, um, inviting all the cyber people to it, so they can also see about the election fraud. I like that. Alex Newman, I'm so appreciative of you, and it's so interesting to see all the moves that Biden's making and what is he preparing us for? Do you see us in a war in the next year? You know, Kate, I think it's a very real possibility. Uh, wow. The globalists figured out a long time ago, and they've, they've put it down on paper. Back in 1968, Lincoln Bloomfield, uh, a globalist from the Council on Foreign Relations, he wrote a really important document for the U.S. State Department and the Defense Department's Institute for Defense Analyses. Uh, it was called A World Effectively Controlled by the United Nations. And in this document, he acknowledged that, uh, hey, war is the most effective way for Mm. us to advance the cause of globalism. He said that uh, if we don't use war, it's going to take hundreds of years to to get, you know, progressive regionalization until we can have a one world order. 
but um, well, he yeah. said that. Go ahead. He, he said that war or the threat of war is the most effective and most efficient way to move toward uh, abolishing nations and having a world effectively controlled by the UN. So we see now what's going on with China. Uh, anybody who's studied this knows that communist China is really uh, an extension, a tentacle of the deep state rather than an independent actor. Mm -hmm. And you realize, hey, they may be setting us up for something very significant. Yeah, it's a great observation. I hope people connect the dots on that. This is why we've been running around for decades installing our own people and, and cooing other people's governments it's because yeah. in order to achieve globalism you've got to have everybody on the same playing field and that's what we like and so we go over and we have color revolutions and and then we instigate regime changes and it's it's not okay it's this is not yeah. okay we've been moving in this direction for a long time yeah, and you know, one of the worst things about this is that the governments that they install are monstrous. Mm -hmm. uh, Chairman Mao in China is a really good example of that. Chairman Mao came to power with the direct and deliberate support of the deep state in the United States. It's an indisputable fact. Right. Uh, take somebody like George Marshall, who was a Secretary of State and Secretary of Defense, uh, key figure in bringing Chairman Mao to power. So. China was ruled at the time by uh, Chiang Kai-shek. He actually mm -hmm. fought alongside my granddaddy and American forces in uh, the war against Japan. Mm -hmm. And then after the war, George Marshall goes and puts an arms embargo on, on Chiang Kai-shek and his forces when he knows they're fighting for China's freedom against the mass murdering communists. And at every step of the way, they have built up this mass murdering dictatorship there. You had David Rockefeller, the head of the Council on Foreign Relations, founder mm -hmm. of the Trilateral Commission, steering committee of the Bilderberg. He goes over there in the early 1970s, comes back, and, and this is still published on the New York Times website, 1973 in August. He writes an op-ed for the Times, and he says that the social experiment under Chairman Mao's leadership in communist China is the most important and successful in all human history. Uh, yeah, George Soros, he came out uh, just a few years ago, said communist China should own the new world order. So you have the deep state in the United States, the establishment, the CFR and these types openly putting in mass murdering butchers in power. Uh, closer to our shores, we have Cuba is another perfect example. Fidel Castro was put in power by subversives within the U.S. government. The mm -hmm. U.S. government knew he was a communist. Our ambassador in Cuba was telling them. Our ambassador in Mexico was telling them. Meanwhile, the State Department and a CFR member at the New York Times are saying, oh, no, he's an anti-communist freedom fighter. He's like <laughs> the George Washington of Latin America. Let's give him weapons. Let's put an arms embargo on uh, Fulencio Batista. Mm -hmm. They put Castro in power. And what happened? They turned Cuba into a giant open-air gulag. They forced mm -hmm. a million people to flee to my hometown of Miami. Uh, these people should be held accountable, Kate. Yeah, it's amazing when they give these so-called freedom fighters arms, but they don't want us to have any. <laughs> I always That's find that right. yeah. really intriguing. We have a caller for you. Hi, caller. Welcome to the show. Go right ahead. Hello? Hi there. You're live. Go right ahead. You're oh, on with Alex. Right. Mm -hmm. I was... Uh, looking at the Ron Gibson thing, and I'm wondering how I get tickets for that. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And I'll be, I actually will put that on show notes. You can go to the show topics on katedallyradio.com. I'm in Facebook jail again, Facebook felon. And. <laughs> continuous this time for seven days for saying that I sounded like a tranny reading children's books at a library. So now I am in Facebook jail and I actually am putting all of those notes and everything right on Kate Daly show website. And I'll be, uh, I'll be talking about uh, if you want information on how to achieve a land patent and all the things that we talk about on the show, even locally uh, before this show starts, uh, it'll all be on there today. Um, so Alex, Oh man, you know, it, 
it just never, it, it's just always so intriguing, everything that's happening. And we do want some good news too. Before we launch into some, some good news, some things that are happening, um, John McAfee. Now I had him on the show about five years ago. It was a really weird show because we kept getting cut off, but, um, uh, suiciding himself with a, with a, with a tattoo that said, I won't do that, you know, whacked. What are your thoughts on that? Just, just a two minute thought on, on when you, when you heard about the news about him. I'm so curious. Yeah, you know, I, yeah. I, I heard about it right after it happened from a friend in Barcelona where Whoa. he supposedly committed suicide. Uh-huh. And uh, right after that, a, a giant Q post pops up on his yeah. Instagram feed. Right. Uh, all I know is, uh, just like Epstein, he didn't kill himself. Um, yeah. Hard to know exactly what happened, but uh, I think clearly mm-hmm. he was murdered. Um, yeah. Actually, we got a great article about it at, up at the New American right now by my friend uh, Mitchell Shaw, who really mm-hmm. follows these privacy and cryptography issues. Uh, he came to the conclusion that, you know, there's a few options. We don't know which one is correct, but certainly yeah. uh, it doesn't look like he killed himself. Well, Surfer Girl sent me this uh, post. She comes on the show once in a while, and it was about a guy that was making the observation that within 24 hours of Mike Lindell, Sidney Powell, and Rudy Giuliani appearance in court to address Dominion voting, Giuliani gets his law license yanked. A building in the same neighborhood as uh, Jared and Ivanka actually collapses in Miami. John McAfee commits suicide and Biden threatens uh, F-15 airstrikes armed with nukes against Americans who want to take on the government. Very interesting. So always interesting to connect some dots. And, um, and you know, it is. It's, it's kind of pathetic. It's, it, you know, I actually think it's so, it's so much more obvious than it ever has been to ever call anyone a conspiracy theorist anymore. I don't even know anyone can actually do that anymore. The conspiracy theorist is the one that actually thinks we're in a plague or thinks that climate change is affecting them because no one's ever been actually affected by climate change. So it's kind of interesting who the conspiracy theorists now, because the conspiracy theorists are being proven true. But I, I actually wanted to ask you about what's happening in the evangelical world, because there's a lot going on right now. Yeah, there is. And, you know, uh, on this conspiracy thing, it, it's so funny that most of the people who are using that term don't even know what it means. Right, I, I strongly right. suggest they consult the dictionary. Yeah. But when or the CIA, came around, right? The CIA, yeah, they right. have a good definition of a conspiracy theorist. That's right. Right. Uh, but but uh, when Thanksgiving came around, there was this wonderful meme going around. And it was, you know, a beautiful family sitting around a table with a big turkey and they're all smiling. And right. uh, it said, um, you know, conspiracy theorists. And then underneath it had this guy with this giant bubble on his head, you know, hiding mm-hmm. from the COVID and underneath it said uh, normal people. So uh, it's uh, truly funny how the tables have turned. But no, big things happening uh, in evangelical world, Kate. Uh, there's uh, probably the best known, uh, certainly one of the best known, if not the best known um, evangelical preacher in America. Yeah. John MacArthur. Um, you know, I, I've had some pretty significant theological differences with him over the years, uh, and I think a lot of people have. Uh, really, the, the thing that—and I like a lot of his preaching. I, I think he, he really understands the Bible well in many ways. Mm-hmm. But one of the things that always rubbed me the wrong way about him was for the last few decades, he's been preaching— you know, really just total slavish obedience to anything that the government might have to say. Um, just, you know, no room for for interpretation. Mm-hmm. And, and in my opinion, that's not what the Bible teaches. In fact, the Bible is filled with stories of God's people resisting right. evil, legitimate and wicked rulers. Bad citizens. Their they were bad that's citizens. Right. Yes. <laughs> Thank that's you. Right. 
And, and, and so John MacArthur has been preaching. I mean, he, he was to the point, Kate, um, you know, and I say this with all due respect, but he was at the point where he said the founding fathers were sinning because they Jeez. wouldn't submit to the totalitarian, the, the dictatorial wow. uh, rulers in, in London. Yes, um, th- that, that's how radical he was on that. But things have changed, right? I, I think mm-hmm. the COVID uh, crisis, uh, at least the government response to it was a crisis, kind of took the scales off of his eyes and praise God for that. Right. So uh, the the governor there in in California, Governor Newsom, uh, ordered all the churches to shut down. And uh, John MacArthur said, "Look, uh, you know the head of our church is Jesus Christ, not Governor Newsom, mm-hmm. and so we're not going to be shutting down." And, and then they threatened him with arrest, and he said, "That's okay. I'll start a jail ministry. I've always wanted to do that." Um, <laughs> true, true story. So right. really, just outright defiant. And just last weekend, he preached a sermon. It, it was so significant that I thought I had to write about it at the New American, uh, partly because he's probably the best known evangelical preacher in America. I mean, mm-hmm. tens of thousands. Of pastors hang on his every word, uh, partly because what he said was so um, out of the ordinary for him. Right. He, uh, first, he starts off by mocking Joe Biden. He's like, you know, mm-hmm. Joe Biden, uh, he's been talking about that uh, the biggest threats to America are global warming, which doesn't exist. And if it does exist, God's in control of it. And systemic racism, which also doesn't exist. Uh, I'll tell you what, the real biggest threat to this country now is the government. And then he launches into this big, um, big sermon on how, you know, the, the government has historically been used by Satan so often to persecute God's people and to perpetrate wickedness. Uh, and it's time to uh, resist that. So hugely significant development, Kate. And I think this is going to have reverberations throughout uh, evangelical world for generations. Good. Well, I yeah, that's it. That's incredible. I'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. This is the Kate Daly Show. You're listening to Alex Newman. You can find all of his writings, his research, all of the exposés he's doing. Uh, Epic Times. Oh, they're all over the place. But Epic Times, The New American. That's usually where I find you. And uh, he's just an amazing guest. You're going to want to listen to the rest of this, too. So hang out with us. Uh, park the car. Just pull it over. It's a Friday. And we'll be right back. Kate Daly Show. KateDalyRadio.com. Talk lines are open now. Call 888-673-1450. This is the Kate Daly Show. Don't fix me in. Let me ride through the wide open country that I love. Don't fix me in. Let me be by myself in the evening breeze. Listen to the murmur of the cottonwood trees. Send me off forever, but I ask you, please, don't fence me in. I just there you go. Willie Nelson, don't fence me, me in. Uh, wow, it'd be nice to not have the government bug us every five seconds, wouldn't it? Um, one can only dream. So welcome back to the Kate Daly Show. You can get all the podcasts, information that we talk about, things about the show, and also on show topics. You can go right there and you can see on that section of the show, you can actually see, I, I will cite the things that we're talking about, give you directions, all kinds of things on books and, and everything else. Uh, my guest is uh, Alex Newman. Make sure that you get over to Balance of Nature. Balanceofnature.com um, has that amazing food supplement I'm always talking about because it's chemical free. And I know the people behind this product and what they're what, what they're all about. And they are amazing people. You're going to want this product. And I would order extra for food storage. I really would. I'd have more in your arsenal. I would have more in your cupboard uh, because it'll, it'll keep. And it's dehydrated down fruits and vegetables, the very best kind. And then uh, you get the nutrients. And you take three veggie capsules and three fruit capsules a day. And I am serious when I say, like my husband,
husband was noticing he's hardly ever ill. I mean, and most people that take this for for a while, they just they're like, I'm not I'm not sick. I'm never sick. It really bolsters up the immune system. Another thing Dr. Lee Merritt said too is is NAC help. You know, NAC can really help. But I am I'm telling you what, Balance of Nature covers a lot of ground. Go to balanceofnature.com and put in the code word Kate K A T E and you'll get a 35% off in free shipping. Totally worth it. And try it out. Just try it, and you'll see how amazing it is. Balanceofnature.com. Alex Newman is my guest. We're talking a little bit about the um, what's going on in the evangelical world, and maybe some good news, some things that are happening right now that you need to hear about, because I know that this show can seem like, you know, jump off a cliff radio sometimes, and I, I hate that. I really do, because of the time we're in. But you know what? I think we were made for this time. Don't ever forget that, that you're here for a purpose, and this was the time you're supposed to be in for whatever talents and gifts you have. Alex Newman is very talented and gifted at research. He travels the world and delivers all kinds of exposés and research to let people know and sound the alarm on what's happening. And tell us a little bit more about what's going on in the evangelical world as well, Alex. Well, thank you, Kate. There's another bit of excellent news. Uh, This came out of the Southern Baptist Convention. They meet every year. They just had their annual meeting. It was in Nashville, Tennessee this year. And they adopted a nuclear bomb of a resolution. Uh, They called for, and I'm quoting here, the immediate abolition of abortion without exception or compromise. Uh, The strongest language ever of of any Christian denomination that I know of uh, rejecting the mass murder of children. They said this is murder. It's a crime against humanity. Uh, Anybody involved with it needs to be punished. And uh, they had, this is the, the second largest Christian denomination in America. They got 15 million members, 50,000 churches. Uh, the only larger one is the Roman Catholic Church. So I think this is going to be a real chink in the armor for the advocates of slaughtering unborn babies. Jeez. Wow. You know, it's, it's, such, it's so evil what we have just become so complacent about because we feel like we can't do anything about it and the Supreme Court never made a ruling about it. The states can act in in the manner that a state wants to act and they always say their hands are tied and they're not. And it's nice to see people really doing something about this. I'm really excited. It's encouraging. Yeah, no question, Kate. And actually, what you just said is right on the money. They actually said that in the resolution. That's another reason why this is so powerful. Uh, They say, and I'm quoting here, whereas governing authorities at every level have a duty before God to uphold justice, asserting their God-ordained and constitutional authority to establish equal protection under the law for all, born and preborn, by intervening, ignoring, or nullifying iniquitous decisions when other authorities, such as the Supreme Court, condone such injustices as the legal taking of innocent life. And then it mm-hmm. cites uh, numerous scriptures. Uh, and right before that, it actually cites the Constitution. It says this is an unconstitutional decision. It's an unbiblical decision. And everybody in government, from your sheriff to your mayor to your governor, has a duty to intervene here and protect these precious babies from the butchers who are slaughtering them. I'm so glad to hear this. I really am. Um, It really, I hope people are encouraged by these things and maybe hitting rock bottom, maybe getting to this point where we we realize how much is being lost right now and, and how really evil we're becoming because we don't really, we're like the frog in the proverbial hot water a lot. And we just... 
you just get used to things and you get used to this insanity. And I can't believe we're used to this kind of evil going on around us. You know, yeah. so it, it, it really is tragic, Kate. And, you know, your average German uh, during Nazi times, uh, you know, they, they probably mm-hmm. weren't comfortable with what was going on. A lot of them just, hey, out of, out of sight, out of mind. I don't right. have to know what's going on in those camps, you know, right. and plus they're not human anyway, right? Uh, that's exactly the situation we're in now, right? Oh, they're not human anyway. It's just a lump of cells. And, you know, I don't have to see the, the murder victims. I don't have to see their bloody bodies. I don't have to see mm-hmm. uh, doctors in air quotes, chopping them up and sucking their brains out. And so, you know, yeah, what if, so what if 60 million innocent human beings Jeez. have been brutally murdered? It doesn't affect me. You know, maybe I'll speak out against it from time to time. Uh, It's so horrific, Kate. And I think at some point in the future, people are going to look back at us just like we look back at the Nazi Mm -hmm. Germans, just like we look back at the people who own slaves. How could they do that? How could they be such uncivilized savages? And yet it's it's in our face now. We cannot ignore it anymore. Good for you. I'm just so glad. Thank you for that bit of news. And also you broke the story on cities in Nevada going constitutional. I love this. You want to talk about that? Yes. Yeah, absolutely. I'd be happy to. Uh, front page story in the Epic Times for those uh, who subscribe. It's now the fourth largest newspaper in America, by the way. Uh, good news for those who want uh, truth. But um, this was huge, right? Uh, there's two counties in Nevada, uh, not too far from you guys, actually, mm-hmm. uh, Elko County and Lander County. Uh, their county commissions just voted to become full constitutional counties. Uh, they joined the Constitutional Sheriffs and Peace Officers Association. I, I know you and I mm-hmm. are both friends with Sheriff Mack. Yes. Uh, so that's that's uh, Richard Mack's organization. It's the first time counties have ever joined as a county. And uh, the resolutions that were passed, especially the one in Elko County, is just phenomenal, Kate. Uh, It says, you know, anybody who comes into this county with the intention of uh, trampling on somebody's uh, God-given constitutionally protected rights, uh, that's going to be treated as criminal activity. And it doesn't matter if you're from the state government or if you've got a fancy costume that Joe Biden gave you, uh, you're still going to go to jail and you're still going to be prosecuted. So this is exactly what we need. The sheriffs were in support uh, in Elko County. It passed unanimously in Lander county there was just one uh, county commissioner who voted against so this is very good news and i talked to sheriff mack about it he said uh, this is going to spread there are going to be many many more counties in fact a lot of other counties in nevada are already looking at doing this and uh, hey you're in utah kate mm-hmm. i hope utah counties will do this and i know your show is Chicago, nationwide folks yeah. no matter where you are yeah. get this to your sheriff get it to your county commission Yes. You know, it's it's interesting. Around the cities are great rural areas. And I know right there in Illinois, you've got great rural areas in, in Oregon, great rural areas away from the crazy that's in the city. And, um, you know, this is why this is why, we, you know, it really speaks to the whole of the country because the cities don't speak for the whole country. And and so you're going to find these huge, vast pockets of people out there that are interested in this, that want this. And they don't sometimes won't even know that they want it. This is why education is key. This is why you go around and speak a lot. You're a very busy guy, Alex. <laughs> you're speaking everywhere. I love it. Yep. I mean, well, I, 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 I really don't like going on airplanes with the mandatory face diapers. But, yeah. hey, some, somebody's got to raise awareness. I actually had to cancel all my international travel. I was supposed to be in Uganda right now and before that yeah. in Bulgaria. But this COVID Nazi craziness with the face diapers and the quarantines yeah. and stuff, you know, we'll hopefully wait till it passes. So, going abroad again. you know, I have to ask you because, you know, what are you seeing coming up in the fall? And I, I've seen all these new articles on, oh, my gosh, uh, emergency rooms are filling up again. Again, and then we also have climate lockdowns that they've that they've told us are coming too. What do you foresee this fall and winter? 
if you had to be a predictor of sorts? Yeah, well, you know, I, I just saw uh, General Flynn warn about the possibility of false flag attacks. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they, the the deep state is terrified right now. They are really backed into a corner. We've got the election audits going on in Arizona. We've got what's going on in Georgia. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, I interviewed the gentleman there who's pursuing that legally, a Garland Favorito. Uh, in Michigan, Trump just put out a statement yesterday uh, blasting these two state senators that are standing in the way of an election audit up there. Uh, they're terrified right now. And, you know, it, this doesn't just jeopardize their agenda, right? It's not like mm-hmm. they'll get caught and then, oh, okay, you guys, are, you know, sorry about that, guys. We, we you know, we, we won't do sure. it again. Uh, this is serious. If they get busted on these things, they're all going to jail if they're lucky. So just like a cornered animal, you know, they become mm-hmm. extremely, extremely dangerous. And I think we're now in a time where these people are willing to do anything and everything to keep themselves out of prison and, right. uh, and keep their agenda moving forward. So we need to be on alert for new false flags, for new, uh, you know, mm-hmm real or imagined pandemics, um, communist Chinese activities. They, they're looking at invading Taiwan. A mm-hmm. uh, lot of things on the horizon that we need to be very careful if we want to save our freedom. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it's been kind of a toss up because I don't know if they'll play the uh, COVID lockdown card again or play a manipulated version of it like this new Delta variation they're lying about. But it's kind of amazing to see if they'll try to do that or if they'll just straight straight forward, go right into their uh, climate lockdown, because you can certainly see. As cities are honing in on the, we're going to make you do this and that and this and that during um, what we what we perceive to be a possible outage. We're also getting all the stories about the drills happening for cyber attacks that go after yes. utilities nationwide, right? And so, are we going to be seeing this in the next six months? Are we going to see a false flag? In the next six I think it's entirely that. possible. And I've been warning about this mm. for a long time. You know, the World Economic Forum was involved in a whole bunch of these drills before COVID. They were involved in uh, Event 201. Uh, so the Rockefeller Foundation had been planning for the type of thing that we saw with COVID for a long time. So now you got the World Economic Forum doing this cyber polygon exercise. Yeah. Uh, I think there's a very real possibility that we could see problems with our electrical grid and even problems with the banking system that would be used then as a pretext to do some very, very evil things things. Yes. And also the pretext for for going and doing all of the uh, digital currency and landing us in that and taking away the anonymity of cash, right? Yeah. And the anonymity of using the Internet. Say, oh, sorry, uh, you know, you guys can't be trusted to go on the Internet unless you give us all your biometrics. You've got to have a unique user account that your government approves. Oh, you don't like the government? There goes your account. Right. Uh, So so these are very dangerous times. That is so true, because if I'm on my phone and I and I copy something from the Internet and I post it and I put it in an email, it will say posted from Safari or posted from you know, DuckDuckGo, which, which is kind of interesting to me when they started doing that. And they also started asking for cookies, right, on every single site you go to, which has yep. been a little surprising because of the, that, that extra implemented tracking that's going on everywhere. So, yeah, I think you're absolutely right. I'm glad you're connecting those dots for people right now, because are you going to have to pony up everything to be on the Internet as well? That's yeah. interesting. Well, and, and if you listen to Klaus Schwab, the head of the World Economic yeah. Forum, he's been blabbering for years. True. Uh, we are going to merge your, your yeah. physical and your digital identities. <laughs> I mean, the guy sounds like some Nazi concentration yes. camp artist. Oh, my gosh. That guy's insane. He's insane. And is that even his real name? You know, there's a lot of speculation about where this guy came from and and who he is because no one seems to really know. But, man, he's really in the forefront calling the shots. And he's the one orchestrating this uh, poly, whatever it's called, cyber polygon. Cyber polygon, yep. 
Yeah. Yep. And so when they have drills, pay attention, right? Absolutely. And, and I've been telling people for a while, you know, it, it, it's not paranoia to take some prudent precautions. In fact, the Bible says if you don't take care of your family, you're worse than an infidel. You're worse than an unbeliever. And, um, you know, when, mm-hmm. when there are threats like this on the horizon, you would be foolish not to have a little bit of extra food, a little bit of extra water, maybe a backup water source. And if you're a gun guy, maybe even a little bit of extra ammo because you never know what's coming down the pike. Better to be prepared and have some extra beans six months from now than be caught uh, having a bad the government for Absolutely. food for your family. Absolutely. In fact, I did a local hour about land patents, and they really are truly going after um, land and land ownership in America this whole next decade. And so your land isn't as safe. Your house isn't as safe. Even if you haven't paid it off, it's not as safe as you think. So make sure and check out the podcast that will be posted tonight about that, because this is for everybody. And everybody needs to secure land, a water source, have uh, food available to you, and anything else you would use use in, in a matter of a weird shortage like we had last year and the lumber shortage that I don't think is actually real, but they sure are manufacturing a lumber shortage. So there's all kinds of shortages I think we have yet to see. We just, uh, I just, you know, be prepared. <laughs> Make sure. Also check out uh, all of Alex Newman's writings. You can go to all of his research. You can go to um, the New American. You can also go to uh, the Epic Times. You're all over the place, Alex. You can name well, a few I've been more. I'm very busy. I'm very blessed <laughs> to have a lot of opportunities to do a lot of work, and it's, it's an honor to be able to expose and reprove evil all day, every day. Oh, I love it. And is there any other website or any other information you want to give so they can get a hold of you? Yeah, my personal website is libertysentinel.org. You can get in touch with me that way. And thanks again for having me, Kate. I you love bet. your show. I love what you do and really appreciate your Always time. Always a pleasure, Alex Newman. I love truth. So thank you. You are a warrior in the fight. I'll tell you that much. Um, go to libertysentinel.org. And I'll be right back with Investigator Dave. We'll be talking about China and Blackstone buying up America. Don't go anywhere. Thank you, Alex Newman. Be right back. 